Hi and welcome back to Cape Opinions. I'm Belle. And I'm Melly. And today we're back with another monthly recap episode. We're gonna be talking about Silky, Treasure, The Seraphim, Dreamcatcher, Stray Kids, Jin, and many other releases from October. As always, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Cape Opinions Podcast. So how has this uh, month in K-pop been for you? Uh, it was an up and down. <laughs> right. It, it started well, I think. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, in the beginning of the month, I was like, ooh, this is going good. Yeah. And then for a while, it sucked. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but I think that was also because in the end, it looked better again but i think that was also because for a while i didn't have time to check out everything so i only listened to the title songs the most important ones for a while because i was busy um and sick (laughs) um so those mostly sucked and then at the end of the month where i went back to check out everything i realized that even the middle part wasn't as bad as i thought yeah, no, I I kind of had the same feeling, but at the end of the day, I think, or at the end of the month, <laughs> I guess it wasn't that bad. Um, there's a little bit of everything. There's some great stuff. There, there's some not so great stuff, mm. and there's a lot of like medium okay things. So, yeah. um, like the general impression is kind of medium, but there are some really great things. Yeah, it's not it's it's not a bad month. It's yeah, it's slightly better than September, but not like yeah. July. Yeah, it's not amazing. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although I have one thing to say, um, this was the month of really great albums, like well crafted albums that have a cohesive sound. Because that doesn't happen that much in K-pop. I mean, it does happen, obviously. But sometimes I feel like there's a, a lot of albums that are just like one really cool title song and then whatever they had in like in store or whatever. That's true. That's true, because I have a bunch that I will that we'll talk about where I'm like, yeah, the whole album was really good. Yeah, That's but true. both really good and just really cohesive. Like, mm whether you like the songs or not. like That's just something that I noticed, that mm. I really like, and I, I hope that's a trend that's gonna keep going in K-pop. <laughs> that would be really cool. So we'll see, I guess. Um, okay, so let's start i guess with silky's album 28 reasons yes let's okay so i was really worried about this but i'm really really happy with this album Mm. i think they kind of oversold it a little but not on the quality just the general vibe because i think the teasers made it look much darker than it ended up being Mm. um but I, I don't mind because I really like the end result anyway. But I do feel like it is kind of dark. Like several songs have this creepy vibe. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, for sure. It's still dark, but I, I think the teasers were 
more intense than what it ended up being but again mm. not at all in a negative way i really really like this album and i really like this vibe i really like that they went with something darker for her mm. it's really different from red velvet and the solo projects and the subunit with irene it's really mm. unique and different and she really really pulls it off perfectly i really like it Yeah, same. It's it's not the best album ever, but the style fits her well, and it mm -hmm. feels very organic for her. Yeah. Um, and it's different and unique and kind of dark, and I like that, yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the albums that I think are really cohesive. Mm, that's true. Because all of the songs really fit together. That's true. Mm. And this is already going into the first song a little bit, but what a power move to start the whole album with the line, I kiss your brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but actually, what a power move to start the album with almost silence. Because it, mm. it starts with her singing in just a really deep bass. And it's so quiet. And I really like that. I, I think that's the perfect way to uh, set the tone for the album. Mm. Both the song and in the song, that specific moment that's really yeah. ominous and weird. And we are now talking about the song, 28 yeah, yeah, yeah. Reasons. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just to clarify that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, like we said before, it's, it almost has a creepy vibe. Um, you said it's very different from Red Velvet the album true but also this song to me almost like fits in the same universe as psycho by red velvet yeah well when i say it's different i still mean it to me it still really fits into their universe in general but at the same time they've never done something quite like this and i would mm. wouldn't necessarily see anyone else in the group do exactly that you mm. know yes that's true but it still fits with red, red velvet Yeah, it reminds me of like of Psycho, just in the mm. in, in like both style and theme wise. Yeah, yeah. and it's really they're both really eerie and a little weird and different. Yeah, and it it's very in a tradition of SM solo artists, while mm. being unique. It also like it can definitely stand next to the likes of Taemin and Taeyeon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it gets better the more you play it, I feel like. Yeah. the Because the first time I was like, okay, it's nice. Um, not the best. <laughs> and the more I listened to it, I was like, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I agree. But for me, even on first listen, I was already really into it. And then I just grew to like it even more. Hmm. Um, so I, I agree. Just I started liking it more you started at a higher level <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i really liked it from the from the first listen so um i put dead man running on the playlist because i mm. like it a lot at first it was my favorite b-side now it's my second mm. favorite b-side but it's Ooh. um yeah i know <laughs> um the bridge is super cool uh again it has a little bit of a creepy psycho vibe yeah. which i dig and Like the whole album, it fits her so well, and it's mm -hmm. it great vocals, and I just enjoy it a lot. But I don't really have much more to say either. 
Yeah, well, I really like it too. I really like the drama and intensity. Yeah. Um, and this is great at showcasing her voice because she mm-hmm. can absolutely deliver like powerful vocals. And mm-hmm. So this is a really nice way to both like build up on this atmosphere and keep it going and also showcase her as an artist. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so I added Los Angeles to the playlist because this is my favorite B-side on the album. It's just such a cool song. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's... That's, is it because it has the yes. sound that you... Yes. Okay, well, I mean, clearly <laughs> you hate that sound and I love it. I Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Apart from how cool the chorus sounds, I really, really like um, that, again, it starts off really uncertain and you don't really know where it's going to go and it's pretty quiet. And then it kind of flourishes into this awesome, heavy EDM-style chorus that I love. Mm. <laughs> so it's kind of a similar idea as 24... Uh, 24... <laughs> as 28 Reasons. Um, and also, while Denman running shows her really powerful vocals here we can hear more of her like softer higher vocals so Mm. again another way to show her voice and who she is Mm. so i really appreciate that yeah to be honest because i hate that sound so much i didn't even bother to listen to the rest of the song i was just like skip (laughs) so i I can't say much about it (laughs) yeah i i get that but i love crown it's my favorite b-side yeah i thought so um it's kind of subtle, and at first you could overlook it, but it's so amazing. Um, it's subtle, sensual, ho anthem me. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I could totally hear Tamin sing this. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it has drama, a beautiful melody in the chorus. It's just amazing, exactly one of the styles I adore. Yeah, it feels like dark royalty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it feels really... As you said, really subtle, but at the same time, really luxurious. It feels mm. like, like dark and sticky, like syrupy, sweet, but in an ominous way, not bright and cute, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Mm, yeah, really, really great atmosphere. Yes. I still prefer Los Angeles, but it's this one is right behind. Mm. I think I, I like these more than 28 reasons Ooh, yeah but this one is like 28 reasons is also right after that because i really enjoyed this album basically yeah it's good it's really good Mm, yeah a great um introduction of her as a solo artist yeah an emphasis on artists because um Mm. it feels like a, a a piece of art and i think she actually made art for the album and had like she was a big part of the making of the album and i watched a few of the videos where she's choosing the songs and uh recording and everything and it seems like she had at least some amount of control over what was going on (laughs) and choice in the matter so Mm. that was cool Mm. so next we have treasures album the second step chapter two Mm. I was so pleasantly surprised by this album. Um, in the last episode, we said we weren't exactly excited about Treasure's new album, just curious. Mm. Um, which is, yeah, because in the past, I, I didn't really care for their music. 
it was okay. Like I had some songs that I added to my playlist because they were nice, I guess. <laughs> that I was never really like, wow. Mm. But wow, do I love this album. <laughs> um, it, the album felt a bit like coming home because out of the, I don't know, like last few months, this felt like, this felt the most like original K-pop. It's like among all these groups who try to go with the most recent trends and sound very Western and contemporary, with this album, Treasure went for like an unapologetically K-pop sound. Mm. And I I love that. It's it's just a, a full... It, it doesn't sound outdated at the same time. It's like a full throwback into mm. this is what K-pop sounds like <laughs> um, without trying to be like super edgy or super cool or super dark um and i i love the whole album yeah it's it's funny i i don't know if i totally agree um but like in a respectful way <laughs> um <laughs> I hope there so. are a few songs on the album that to me don't really sound like k-pop like quintessential k-pop oh yeah um but I mean, we don't really listen to the same kind of songs anyway. So That's what true. K-pop is for you might not be what K-pop is for me. Like I would maybe not choose the same songs to be representative of K-pop than <laughs> you would, you know. Um, but I do agree when it comes to the title song, Hello. Yes. This is definitely kind of a throwback. It's definitely a more like classic EDM pop fusion mm. um, that's been done before, but that's fine because it's really well done here. So I'm really, really into this song. It's a banger. Yeah, it could come straight out of like, I don't know, 2013. Yeah, but it also doesn't sound outdated, as you said. No, exactly. Um, it's so fun. It's exactly the kind of fun song that I've been missing lately. Yeah. Everyone's trying to be so cool and serious these days, especially in boy bands. We've, I think we've mm -hmm. said this before. Mm. This kind of B1A4 type of music I was missing. And they brought it back. And I'm so yeah. happy. It's so fun, so bright. And it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's bright, but it still has tension and drama yeah. and dynamics. and It's just so perfect it's yes. <laughs> really amazing i really really like it yeah it's amazing mm. volcano is kind of an exception on the album it's not as much of a throwback it's a very rock heavy mm. i like it a lot too it goes very hard um it stands out on the album as a mm. different kind obviously i still fail to read it as volcano though because <laughs> every time i'm like folk no <laughs> it's even worse for me i'm like vol no like <laughs> oh yeah because as a german speaking person the spelling threw me off i was yeah. like folk? as a french speaking person <laughs> spelling threw me off too <laughs> It took me like two listens to realize, oh, it's supposed to be volcano. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it took me more than that. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this title? <laughs> but I, I guess I, I wasn't trying very hard because I don't really like the song. <laughs> yeah, it's it goes hard and it's fun at the same time, but it's not my favorite of the album. Yeah. But it's weird because as the resident rock enthusiast, <laughs> I feel like I should like it I because know. it goes so hard. I expected you to like this. Yeah, but I i mean, I don't hate it, but I, I can't really explain why I don't like it that much. <laughs> it just feels really, it goes hard, but that's it. 
There's nothing else. Mm. So I I don't know. I I like the intensity, but sadly that's about it. Okay. Well, I also well I like the whole album. So technically I could list every song, um, mm-hmm. but I like Thank You Too. Uh, again, it gives me throwback a little in in a bit of a different kind. Um, mm. It's less of a dance EDM song than Hello, or more like a, it's faster and more of like a rock inspired song. But yeah. it's also it gives me like it reminds me of older K bands, and I like it mm. a lot. Yeah, um, I see that. But I to me it's a soulless version of like the pop rock or pop K rock. Mm. I mm, it's not horrible, but I'm I. <laughs> I don't really feel anything. Mm. Well, but then my favorite B-side is Hold It In, which might be surprising (laughs) Um, because the beginning of the song deceives you. You need to listen. I mean, I'm sure you did, but like everyone else, Mm. (laughs) you need to listen up until the chorus at least because the beginning sounds like a boring hotel lobby song but then it builds up a little more the pre-chorus is like okay pretty and then when the chorus hits and the beat hits it's like omg it's it reminds me so much of an infinite song in the chorus Uh, what yeah it's amazing i love it so much and yeah oh okay well i'm happy for you but i Again, it's not horrible. I don't think there were any songs that I just straight up hated on the album, but it does nothing for me. Mm. No, it's it sounds like it, the chorus sounds like an infinite B side, and I love it. I definitely don't hear that because <laughs> <laughs> I love infinite, and I don't <laughs> love this. <laughs> so yeah. All in all, this album made me super happy. I liked every single song, and it was a breath of fresh K-pop air in the sea of boring songs. <laughs> mm. So the next song is really exciting for me, because I've been wondering the whole month what you think about it. The next one is Anti-Fragile by Le Seraphim. And please give me your opinion. <laughs> um, Anti-Fragile had the same effect on me as It Is What I Want. Oh, I think the first time I listened to it, I was like, "Oh no!" Uh-huh. But then already on the second listen, I was like, "Oh no, I love this." Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've had the same experience then, because okay, I I did a total one eighty about this song because the first time I heard it, I literally just heard the entity, and I was like, "Nope," <laughs> I know, right? Like, no. Nope. And then I kept listening, and I was like. Absolutely not. Thank you for confirming my nope. Um, <laughs> and that's it. But then I kept seeing people really liking it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to give it another try. <laughs> and it just, like, that second listen, days later, changed my life. And now I am in love with this it's song. It's so fun. It's yeah. so fun. So it's good. so addicting. Yeah. It's so percussive. Um, mm. I really love the Latin beat, and it, which is not something that I always enjoy. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not something that usually comes out of your mouth. <laughs> no, <laughs> so I'm I'm really surprised, and it's so full of attitude. Um, actually, the NTTT part <laughs> it really really adds to the attitude. Like they're serving. Yeah. 
as I was listening to it again, um, just before we started recording, I realized I, I just love every single part. There's no part yeah. where I'm like, okay, this is a bit annoying or this could, they could leave this out. No, like every part is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. It's really so, so, so great. And it's really different from fearless, but it still retains yeah. that same, well, fearless attitude and confidence. Like they, they, they're just so cool and badass, even though they're rookies. <laughs> yeah. But they're also not like going overboard and going into mm. like YOLO swag badass girl crush <laughs> thing. So I, I really love it. Yeah. And the dance is super fun too. Oh my God. Yes. I always get confused at the lovey, 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 dovey, dovey, dovey part because I always think that she's saying lovey, lovey, lovey in French. So the uh. first time I was like, is she going to rap in French? <laughs> and now I can and hear it. <laughs> I also have a misheard lyric later on, but mine is a bit more unfortunate. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but it also, it also has... I, I forgot to say that, but because I, I said it had a similar effect on me as it is what I want. I think it also has a very similar attitude. And like, mm. I think you'd say cunty attitude. Yeah. When I said they're serving. Yeah. They're serving cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it like the attitude and the tone is very similar. I, and so, yeah, it, I was, I guess I was destined to like it. Yes. And you are very right that they are both currently in my cunty playlist. <laughs> so. You know me well. <laughs> See? Congrats. <laughs> Let's move on to Apocalypse Follow Us, the new album by Dreamcatcher. Yes. Uh, as always, I was extremely excited because I love Dreamcatcher and I was... I was going to say I was not disappointed. Okay, I was disappointed by the album, which to me is their weakest mm. so far. I usually really like their B-sides and there's nothing on this album that I liked apart oh. from Vision. Okay, that's tough. But I am not disappointed by Vision, which is amazing. It might be the excitement because it's kind of recent still, but this might be one of my favorite Dreamcatcher songs. Oh. I really like it. Like, this is it. <laughs> um, it's really heavy heavier than most of their Korean songs, I would say, which obviously I enjoy, but it still has really nice melodies and sounds really mm. full. Um, and I really like the, the chorus is really amazing to me. I really like the really harsh, heavy and like clipped first part of the chorus and then the slow, really smooth, second part or mm. yeah you know, i yeah the chorus really is very heavy very metal like yeah yeah i i like vision too um yeah pretty much everything you said uh, the chorus is amazing very metal um amazing mm. guitars nice rap too yeah oh my god right? i mean <laughs> it's not a surprise because demi's an amazing rapper and this rap absolutely slaps yeah the music video is stunning too in this post-apocalyptic setting you know i'm not as much into dreamcatcher as you are or like mm. i'm not much into them at all <laughs> um mm. so i don't know much about their lore or storyline but to me as an outsider it seems like a perfect continuation of their last comeback um yeah 
Apocalypse Save Us, was that? <laughs> and the title yeah. song was about like, <laughs> yes, it was about saving Earth, right? Yeah. So now it seems like now Earth is lost and the apocalypse happened and we are fighting to stay alive. So it, it's a really nice continuation of that. Yeah, they always do that. They have storylines that last for a few songs. Um, like the Scream, Boca, and Arai trilogy was their last one, obviously. And now that's a new trilogy. I, at least I think it's going to be a trilogy. Mm. Um, but yes, it, it is a continu continuation from Mizu. Yeah. And, and it's well yeah. done because even an outsider can see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, not yeah. like hidden clues that you have to understand or anything. Yeah. Mm. I feel like both the song and the music video kind of fit or would fit on 80s's last album mm, yeah with the futuristic dystopian vibe true yeah while i like vision a lot and i can appreciate the quality of the song you know that these very hard rock songs are not ones i listen to a lot right mm. like I, i really have to be in the mood to just listen to it yeah yeah <laughs> um so my favorite song of the album i actually do like another song of the album <laughs> is fairy tale Mm -hmm. Because it is softer rock, very catchy, and a beautiful chorus. Um, but yeah, a little more on the softer side. Um, yeah. So this is the one I listen to a lot. Yeah. Um, I like it a little more than I did uh, in the beginning. Oh. But to me... Because they have more songs that would fit into this style, I think, that I usually really like. But this one, again, feels a little generic and soulless. Um, like, anyone could sing that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. But, it, I mean, it's not bad. It's pretty. Yeah, maybe maybe I see what you mean. Because, I mean, I like it. But maybe, like, two years ago, it would have stood out more. Um, mm -hmm. But now that it became such a trend, it's not very unique to Dreamcatcher. Yeah. Let's move on to Maxidents by Stray Kids. Yeah. Um, do you have feelings about the album as a whole? I do have feelings that they're not very good. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Last time I said I was worried about Stray Kids' comeback. Mm. Um, and yeah, I was somewhat right to be worried. Um, we will talk about the title song in a bit, but... Apart from the title song, it's my least favorite album of theirs so far. Mm. It, I, you, you said you thought it was Dreamcatcher's weakest album. I think this is Stray Kids' mm. <laughs> weakest album, sadly. Yeah. Because, like, I do like Circus, because I like the Japanese version. But apart from that, everything else is not memorable for me at all. Like, they range from forgettable to annoying. Yeah. I mean, for me, I have a few highlights, one of which I will talk about. Um, but there are songs on the album that are really forgettable. Right. Um, like Chill and Superboard are just so boring. I don't like Circus. Yeah. <laughs> um, I and I couldn't tell you a single thing about Can't Stop. <laughs> I don't remember that song at all. Same. Um, there's one that I really like that we're... Well, actually, there's two that I really like that we're not going to be talking about give me your tmi and three racha mm -hmm. are really cool but i don't have much to say about them mm -hmm. i just enjoy them mm -hmm. um okay so case one for three yes title song case one for three yes it's fun it's unexpected it's like it's like the meme never let them know your next move 
Yeah. <laughs> Both the song and the music video. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the music video is insane too. So I like it. I love Champion's rap part. Obviously, mm. I always love Felix's low vocals. Yeah. It's cool. It's fun. It's not my favorite Stray Kids title song ever. Um, I also kind of have to be in the mood for this one. It's not one I listen mm. to on repeat. But I like it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only song I like of the album. <laughs> I really like this, actually. This is the first title song by them that I like on first listen in a while. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I now I like God's Menu, I like Maniac, I like the other songs that kind of fit this formula they have, mm. but it took me a while. Mm. Okay. But Case 143, I just played it and I was like, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I really like that they're doing a brighter style, mm. but they're keeping the their sound and identity and it's kind of, it shows self-awareness and mm. that they're aware that they're kind of turning a little formulaic and they managed for me to keep their identity but also keep it fresh and do something new mm. at the same time so that's a really good sign for me and for the for the future of the group mm. yeah um and i i really really like the concept behind the songs yes. <laughs> that it's their first love song that's a title track and they seem really confused and unsure like in their lyrics they're like what's yeah. going on why do i keep feeling attracted and everything and to me the music really shows that too because there's a lot of chromaticism um mm. and that makes it feel really unstable and confusing mm. so i think that really fits with that Yeah, and it's it's fun how they turned it in the music video in this detective concept because they want to find yeah. out what's happening to them. So yeah, that's fun. It's it's a well it's a well thought through concept. Yeah, exactly, which is always appreciated. Um, and also just the fact that the song kind of goes in many different directions because you have the brighter parts, the smooth uh, pre-chorus, uh, intense rap parts. Mm. But I mean, what you just listed is kind of just their formula. Yeah, I yeah, but it works <laughs> especially well here because mm. it really fits that concept of like what's going on, and it's like they're using the, their chaotic song structure, I guess, <laughs> in a really cool way. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then the other song I love on the album is "Taste." Um, this was really a standout for me because it's so dark and kind of sultry and i love any any time a song uses the organ i'm really into that and it really adds to the dark creepy eerie um atmosphere and vibe of the of the song mm. i have Again, similar feelings as you did with Dreamcatcher. <laughs> This is like the opposite. <laughs> like, yeah. Because um, I only like the title song. But since you added this to the playlist, I started liking it a little more. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's okay. It's a bit generic to me. Next, we have The Astronaut by Jin. Yeah, I have only one thing to say about this song. Okay. 
I don't like Coldplay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I see. That's a problem yeah. for this song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I just don't like Coldplay, so I'm... I was never gonna like this. Song. Mm, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I like it a lot. I'm pleasantly surprised. It fits his voice very well. That's true. Right? He's not the best vocalist of BTS, but this is perfect for him. Um, and yeah, it, it is written and composed by Coldplay, so obviously it sounds very Coldplay-like. Yeah. <laughs> and I see that obviously if you don't like Coldplay, mm. that is not gonna work yeah. for you. My sister, who is a huge Coldplay fan and whose BTS bias used to be changed, freaked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this might be controversial for German listeners. Okay. <laughs> to me, it also sounds like so much like German Schlager, <laughs> which um, it's like, it's kind of like what Trot is to Korea is like Schlager to Germany. Oh. Um, except it's also like turned into party music. Like people go get drunk to Schlager. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm so, disco- discovering a whole new world. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was trying to figure out why it sounds so much like Schlager to me. And I don't mean this in a bad way at all, by the way. I know it's quite controversial because a lot of people don't like Schlager, but, um, there are some amazing Schlager songs and, Every genre has great songs, right? Mm-hmm. It's always fascinating how to see how different genres are have like similar aspects and f- bleed into each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was trying to figure out why it sounds so much like Schlager to me. And I think it's a combination of the melody being relatively simple and repetitive. Mm-hmm. And the harmony in the second verse is so typical for Schlager. And his soft voice too. Like it's that combination so German speakers, do me a favor, do this experiment, <laughs> replace the lyrics in the chorus with the German translation, and you'll see what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's like a Schlager song written by Coldplay with Coldplay instrumentals and in <laughs> Korean with Chin's voice. So like, what's not to like? <laughs> uh, well, I'm speechless after, after this. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, but I'm happy for you because you seem really happy about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also think that like the friendship that developed between Coldplay and PTS is really sweet. Y- I, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I watched, did you also watch a live performance? No. No, because you don't like Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, because he performed at Coldplay's concert, right? Mm. And that was really sweet to see yeah i just wish that it wasn't coldplay <laughs> so what band should it have been for you so you would like it oh my god um <laughs> oh my god arcade fire that's oh, my favorite yeah. band ever or you know what if i mean anyone from bts had a a song with ghost i would absolutely <laughs> lose my mind that would be like, something <laughs> please give me satanic bts <laughs> Let's move on to N-Flying's new album, Dearest. Um, do you have thoughts about the album as a whole? Yeah, I do. Um, they're very mixed. No, uh-huh. maybe not. I mean, okay. So, <laughs> I do like the album, generally. Mm. Um, but my issue with N-Flying is, maybe that's mean, I hope not, but <laughs> um, to me there's no voice that is memorable. Oh. You know, like among the K bands or like idol bands or whatever, um, there are some 
with a vocalist or vocalists that enables you to pick out their songs immediately yeah. out of the thousands of songs, like FT Island's Honky or The Roses' U Song. Mm. But and mm-hmm. Flying, I don't know if there's several vocalists or just one, but obviously they're good. That's not the issue. It's just that the vocals are not very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's not an amazing song, nothing about it stands out because there's yeah. a lot of K-bands like this, right? So it really depends on the song. I mean, obviously it always does, but <laughs> even more in their case, because if it's yeah. not an amazing song, I'm like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, I agree. I wouldn't really recognize the vocalist or vocalists, mm. but they have such good songs on this album that I don't mind that they don't have a mm. recognizable voice in there. Because mm. to me, what's recognizable is the music, like the mm. the actual songs. So I'm really happy with this album. Mm. Yeah, it's a good album. But do you like the title song? Yeah, uh-huh. I Like You, the title <laughs> song is really great. Uh, it does nothing for me. It's this is exactly what I meant before. Like this is one of the examples of their songs where it's I don't know, it's it's it could be it's one of a thousand. It's not a bad song, but mm. it sounds like a thousand other K band songs. So it's mm. it's a very wrong choice for title song, in my opinion. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> I I don't know. It just sounds there's a part of the appeal for me that's unexplainable but it just sounds kind of magical and it just like the whole song all of the elements of the song just come together to make something amazing it's really bouncy and light the offbeat rhythm really gives it that bounce and the melodies are really nice and really catchy so like the the voice or the voices aren't grabbing me, but the melodies are. I don't like it at all. But do you like The Night? I love The Night. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> First of all, it's a waltz. I mean... Oh, I, yeah, I know. I yeah. was going to say it's a waltz. So I always appreciate yeah, waltzes. I, I had a lot of hope for this one. <laughs> yes, it's a waltz. It has a beautiful melody. It could be straight out of a K-drama soundtrack. And it's amazing. Yeah, it again, it sounds magical to me. Yeah, that that one actually does sound magical because I like right? it sounds like crap. <laughs> but the night does sound magical. And I think yeah. a big part of that is the waltz aspect because that already sounds like fairy tale-ish. Yes, exactly. The triple meter is really like it you're you're just swinging and swaying um yeah. slowly and just that is already kind of nice and magical and dreamy and then the melodies are so beautiful and um when you go from the verse to the chorus it just really picks up and it just ah it's amazing it's so (laughs) emotional and yeah just magical and beautiful yeah i love it i'm so glad you like it yeah I, I was like, this is the one that you might actually like from this it's album. It's actually not my favorite, though. Oh. Yeah, just one I like even more. <laughs> okay, because the one I like maybe even more is Firefly. Because, mm. again, this is really light and bouncy. And so just so lovely. 
and it's kind of it's still a little playful but it's kind of darker it has more of a mm. darker vibe and the melodies are really complex and meandering almost mm. but it's still really compelling at the same time it's like the song is teasing you and like daring you to follow the melodies even though they're hard so it's kind of like you're trying to follow a firefly that's just flying in a weird pattern that's hard mm. to follow but you're just so compelled by it that you have to follow it you know Mm, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I like it too. It's uh, it's nice. It like the minor key stands out, mm, and yeah. yeah, I think it's okay. I wouldn't list it as my favorite, but it's it's good. My favorite B set is Shooting Star. Mm. I love it so much. It's it reminds me of FT Island. Um, mm, yeah, it's such a beautiful chorus, amazing guitars, the way the song is built. Just every single part is perfect. It's a ten out of ten for me. I like this one too. It's not my favorite. Also, it feels like they brought a completely new vocalist on this one because the delivery is completely different. I know, that's why. But it's yeah. cool. It's, yeah. I feel like it is more, the vocals are more outstanding. Not, well, outstanding, not in a... They stand out more? Okay, yes, they stand out more yeah. in this one. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's a lot more powerful and intense. Exactly. So, I mean, really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also really like it. It's much more rockier because the other ones were really soft and light and bouncy. But this mm. is definitely more of a rock song, like actual rock song with yeah, cool guitars yeah, and everything. Exactly. Okay. Next up, we have Last Man Standing by The Boys and Raiden. Um, from what I know, it's a song for a Korean esports team. Mm. Um, I love it so much. I don't have like that much to say about it, except that I love it and it's one of my highlights of the month. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's beautifully built, amazing raps too. Mm. I just want to listen to it on repeat all the time. But this is the song where I have a misheard lyric. Oh, please tell me. It kind of ruined it for me. Oh no. <laughs> no, it didn't. I still love it, but uh, you know the the part in the chorus that says I'll spread your ashes. Mm. <laughs> and I, I I like after not the first listen, but after a while suddenly I heard I'll spread your ass cheeks. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> now I can't unhear it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Um, so for me, it didn't go that far, but every time I hear the I'll spread, I'm like, what are you spreading? <laughs> and exactly. so I guess, because <laughs> I, I feel like it, it invites this misread lyric. <laughs> yes, and because sometimes, depending on who sings it, the ashes does kind of sound yeah. like as Yeah, that's why I... Yeah, <laughs> oh, yes, you ruined it for me. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you didn't ruin it for me because I... I like it, kind of, but I am, it's nothing crazy for me. Um, I really <laughs> like the vibe and how mm. dark and intense it sounds. But the only problem is for me, it like on paper, it's really cool, but it doesn't quite work. Because um, to me, it keeps building up and up and up in the verses mm. and then the pre-chorus. But then when you get to the chorus, it never actually... Like, it's always simmering and it never gets to boil over. 
No, I like that in this one. I think that's part of the charm. Yeah, I often do like that. I, I we we've said a hundred times that we like like more mm. understated songs that do that. Mm. But here, to me, there's never like that tension is never released, and I wish it would at some point because then you get to the chorus and you lose all of that built up tension, and then you kind of have to start over from the beginning. So. To me, it has potential, but it's missing a little something to really make it work. But I do like the mm. atmosphere. I do like the sounds and the textures and everything. I like the idea, mm. just not the execution 100%. Mm. Yeah, I didn't mind it in this one that it doesn't mm. like boil over in the chorus, as you said. Um, next up, we have Don't Regret by Wano. More like one, oh no. <laughs> oh no, because it's amazing. I love it. He just doesn't disappoint. He does disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> you finally disappointed me. <laughs> nope, not me. It's so amazing. Oh. It's stuck in my head all the time, especially the Chelte Never part. Oh, I just love it so much. I just love him so much. His style is just so good and always on point. And I don't know, Don't Regret is melancholic, but also hopeful, like the vibe. Yeah. And obviously, sung with his beautiful, soothing voice. Um, and it also has parts where you can just run, run away from everything. And it's so good. But yeah, I, I just love everything about this. And I love almost everything he does. And once again, he made me very happy. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean... We both have a huge soft spot for him, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and while it was sad that he had to leave Monster X, he, I think he was one of the best things that happened to the male solo world of K-pop in the last few years. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely one of my favorite uh, male soloists mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. um, and the thing is, for this one song, I completely agree with everything you said in the sense that it Like, it really fits with the rest of his music. Yeah. Um, the vibe is cool. Um, and all of the sounds and textures and everything really, it feels like it's been made by the same people. Um, so it's not like, oh my God, he just had a song that has nothing to do with the rest of his discography. Mm. And I see what you mean that it's melancholic, but hopeful and everything. It's just, I, I just don't like it. But, if, you know, sometimes you can't really explain it. It's just yeah. not for you. So I really don't like it at all. Um, and for me, it's the first time that he really fails. Because the last song he had, I didn't like that much. But it was a universe yeah, song. Yeah, that didn't count. So it's different. <laughs> yeah, and like universe almost always sucks anyway. That's and true. it's just not made by the same people. It's different. So it doesn't count. But So this is the first of his songs that I dislike. Okay, let's move on to the next one, which you yes. will have a lot to say about, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, next we have Lee Chan Hyuk's debut solo album, Error. Yes. Um, all right, so this is an interesting one. Because um, I really like ACMU. I've liked them since they started. I think they have a really cool career and they're really unique in K-pop because mm. they're a sister-brother duo. Mm. He writes all of their songs and produces 
I think he started pr producing later on, but mm. now he produces their songs. He also produced and wrote her solo debut, mm -hmm. Alien. Um, and it's just really cool to see their evolution over the years and the way their music has changed. And I think I like their music more and more with each release, too. Okay. So that's cool. Um, so I was already pretty excited. Uh, and then I listened to the album and it's really, really great. Um, and it, it, I was like, wow, this is another album that sounds really cohesive mm -hmm. sonically. Yeah, it is a really great album. Yeah, it's really amazing. And he, again, wrote and produced the whole thing. So it's really like his own work of art, basically. Mm. Um, and then after I listened to the album and really liked it, I looked into it a little bit more. And this is a concept album about death. Oh! <laughs> so, yeah, which is kind of <laughs> unexpected when you heard the songs. Yeah. Yeah, so basically he said that like most songs that are released are about love, but that the one experience that we all go through is death. So we should talk about it more. Hmm. Um, which, I mean, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's interesting. And so apparently while he was creating the album, he asked himself if he died right now, would he have any regrets and so that's kind of the starting point of the oh. reflection behind the album interesting yeah you'd never think that um because it's so poppy and upbeat well not all songs but like i mean i guess if you understand korean maybe yeah. you would get it mm -hmm. <laughs> but since i don't for the most part um yeah it's more just about the music and less about the lyrics um I would have never thought that. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really, really cool. Basically, throughout the whole album, each song is a new stage of his death. Because oh. the, the first one is Eyewitness Account, and that's um, the... Accident? Right. Yeah, oh. it's a car accident. So, basically, oh. he dies in a car accident. And then you see... Um, like Panorama, I will talk about it more, but it's at the hospital and then each song is further down the mm. process and the last song is Funeral Hope and it's at his funeral. <laughs> so, you know. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that's really interesting is some of the the promotions for the album are almost performance art. Okay. Um, so he had an interview where he didn't say anything. He was wearing a mask <laughs> and sunglasses and he didn't say anything at all. He didn't answer to the interviewers. I was wondering if the interviewer was in. I Yeah, they knew. Oh, they knew. Okay, yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah. it would be really awkward. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is, but it's clear that they knew in advance because they just keep going. And... Um, he got a bus cut while singing Panorama. Oh, yeah. On stage. And also he locked himself in a glass box and didn't move for a while. And then he sang Panorama. Okay. And I think there were other things like that. So it's really fun to see him just being his weird artistic self I guess <laughs> like he doesn't care he's mm. doing his thing so good for him yeah and so the the title song Panorama I th I think you will agree is very good yes it's great um, I think like musically I mean at this point I think it's known that we both like 80s sound right mm -hmm. <laughs> but I what I found so fun is that this album took it to a whole new level like 
Mm. He went all out with the 80s sound. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, it was just really fun, like really unapologetically all out. <laughs> so yeah, I really like that. You could not add more of it if you possibly wanted. <laughs> no. <laughs> and on a purely musical level, this song is really just amazing. Um, it, like, it could go on a music that makes me ascend playlist. <laughs> um, it's just so enchanting and beautifully complex, but it's still really easy listening. And like, it's not even fast, but it's so <laughs> lively. So <laughs> imagine my surprise when I learned that it's literally a song about him dying in the hospital. Yeah, that's surprising. <laughs> Yeah, like the lyrics from the end of the first verse to the chorus say, um, there are people surrounding me and that quack declares my broken body dead. I can't die like this. I need to try everything on my bucket list. My life was short and there is nothing left and it passes by like a panorama. Mm. So pretty clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> literally about dying, but it still sounds so bright and hopeful even. Mm, yeah. Um, But I mean, obviously, this is like a metaphorical death and um, kind of a, a sort of rebirth thing also. I mean, there are pr plenty of ways to interpret this, but I don't know. It's made me like the song even more, even though it's weird. <laughs> I really appreciate the artistry, I guess. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm. Um... And then you added Time Stop. Yes, it's my favorite song of the album. Mm. And now that you mentioned the whole death thing... <laughs> mm, makes more sense. I do kind of... Yeah, because it is, despite being very poppy and very 80s, it is quite melancholic and mm. almost sad in a way. Yeah. Um, like it has a beautiful melody, but it is quite heavy in a way also. Mm. Um That makes a lot more sense now. I mean, I, I guess I could have read the lyrics, but... <laughs> yeah, um, but even yeah. like Time Stop, you could think it's just a love song, like, oh, I want more yes, time with exactly. this person or whatever, but it's literally <laughs> about him begging for more time because he doesn't want to die. Oh, so, yeah. It yeah. is heavy. Yeah, but it's beautiful. Yeah, it really is. And at the same time, also fun because like the instrumental is so fun with the ooh ah as yes, well I was gonna yeah. say I love that <laughs> it almost has a little bit of like a Michael Jackson thing in the beginning yeah. of the song that little um side that Michael Jackson did as well yeah mm, it's, yeah 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 it's a great song yeah fun but sad <laughs> yeah and it's also really like magical sounding and like it's drowning in reverby synth mm. Mm. And it's it's just such a vibe. Yeah, I, I can't even describe how much I love these two songs and the whole <laughs> album. Um, yeah. I definitely agree that these are the two standout songs on mm. the album. But mm. they are like all of them have their own vibe, and like it changes throughout the album from more like harsh intense music from like the actual car crash to this which is way more fuzzy and blurry to more emotional slow mm -hmm. songs after that so like it fits the 
the lyrics of each song basically yeah so i really really recommend you listen to the whole album and read the lyrics and everything because it's yeah. such a cool experience i mean i would have already recommended to listen to the whole album before knowing that but now absolutely yeah exactly <laughs> yeah mm. and i was i was never um very into akmu but now that i heard his solo stuff i i am intrigued to mm -hmm. maybe check them out some more yeah i think if you like this you will probably like their album from last year okay um like with naka oh. with ayu and oh yeah i was gonna say i was that one the one where ayu was featured yeah okay yeah the whole yeah. album was pretty cool okay i will check it out <laughs> So next is The Rose's new album, Heal. Yes. That is one of my highlights of the month. Um, the whole album, really. <laughs> mm. um, it was a, a very anticipated album because mm. I'm not I'm not like in the fandom, so I don't know everything about them. But I think the Korean members were all in the military, oh. which is why Usong was doing a lot of solo stuff. And so this is their first album after they all came back from mm. the military. So there was a lot of anticipation. And unsurprisingly, the album is amazing. Mm. Um, so far, my and I think a lot of people's favorite album of theirs was Dawn, which came out in 2018. But this, to me, might even top it. Mm. I don't know. I'm, I like it, but I... It's weird. I like it <laughs> overall, but I have nothing to say about the songs. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Sour. Mm. Um, I, I completely see the, the appeal, but that's just one that's not really for me. Mm. It's also why uh, Childhood, which I think is probably my favorite song, ended up in the uh, three-word section yeah. last month. Because I love this song to death it's amazing <laughs> it's so beautiful but mm. apart from and that's the case for all of the songs apart from how beautiful and emotional and moving and obviously well crafted they are i have nothing else to say i'm just in <laughs> awe and just happy listening to them i mean that's know? enough right you don't always you mm. don't always have to have yeah. a lot to have to have a lot to say because um, honestly same a little bit like i don't have a ton to say about the specific songs but mm. the whole album is just a masterpiece <laughs> yeah. and so beautiful such gorgeous song i mean usong's voice is always amazing mm. um the title song sour is beautiful when i heard it i was like okay this must be the best song of the album but no <laughs> because cure Cure yeah. is a 12 out of 10. Like, <laughs> the way the chorus first is only acoustic and then halfway through the electric mm. guitar and drums come back in. And then mm. before the O, O, O part, it really <laughs> hits. It's so amazing. It's like very 2000s rock. I am floored. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And it, it you can't listen to this and not feel like be moved and the song just takes you with it whether you want to yes. or not like yeah yeah i really love it too 
and then time as well amazing uh yeah again really beautiful the instrumental is gorgeous mm. but yeah again i i also don't have like a ton of intricate things to say about it this too is an album like you said that is really cohesive and mm-hmm. well crafted the whole album is just great as a whole and exactly my style <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's so deeply the rose yes this is definitely an album where you can listen to any song on the album and be like oh this is the rose yes exactly for sure yeah amazing really happy about this one yeah it just feels kind of it also like feels like a a work of art yes and yeah it's just like all three songs that are on our playlist like immediately went on my best of list Mm. for the year yeah. yeah, and it's funny because it's not necessarily a, a sound I really enjoy most of the time. Mm. But like that's their sound; they've mm. always had that sound. But they've also always had songs that I love, and I'm like, how? Like she's in the rain <laughs> oh. is one of the best songs to ever exist. Yes. <laughs> they just always make it work. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to something that didn't work for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is 3D Woman by Jamie. Yeah, no surprise here. Yeah, I really don't have a lot to say. (laughs) I just, I don't like it. And I I can't really say why, because when I listen to it again, it's not really anything where I'm like, oh, it's this thing that I hate, or it's that thing Mm. that I hate. There's just something about it that annoys me. That's what I expected it to be for me, because I listened to the like the album highlights a few days before it came out, and was like, Oof, I'm not gonna like this album. <laughs> and then I still checked out 3D Woman, and I was really surprised, but I really <laughs> like it, because <laughs> um, I I was scared that it would be like, I'm sorry, but kind of trashy, hype, yolo, swag, whatever. <laughs> And it kind of is. Yeah. But somehow it still works. I think it's because there's the cool kind of metallic synth and kind of a retro vibe. But at the same time, it sounds really futuristic. And the mix of these really cool elements just make it work Mm. and make it fall into like sleek, cool, uh, confidence boosting music rather Mm. than trash i guess (laughs) also it's kind of like sexy and sultry and that's nice it's kind of a guilty pleasure but i really enjoy it (laughs) good for you i guess Mm. next up is idol's new album i love which sadly i didn't love (laughs) i did but you did well i maybe i love would be a little too much but i like a lot you liked (laughs) yes idol's new album i like yes Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the title song, Nude. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I I appreciate the lyrics and the idea behind it and the burlesque-like sound as well as the music video. Uh-huh. Um, but sometimes Soyeon's voice is just too annoying for me and this song is one of those cases and the song already starts with her sounding like that. And I'm like, yeah. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I I really like the idea, mm. but to me it feels unfinished mm. for some reason. I, I I it feels like a first draft. 
<laughs> there are too many elements that could work together but that clash and with more work like with another draft <laughs> or maybe more it would have been able to be blended together in a cool way but as it is now i don't really like it i don't think it's catchy the only part to me that's really catchy and it's stuck in my mind non-stop is the hello my name yes. yuppie, yuppie, oh, and that's it that's i think that's that so wrong fun. but that's fine <laughs> but it's stuck in my mind all the time and so i just end up singing this one line <laughs> over and over so it's really annoying Yeah, for me, it's not really that I I think the song sounds unfinished or anything. I, I think it's a unique song with an interesting concept. I just mm. can't get over Soyeon's part. I just can't. No. Yeah. <laughs> But then the whole mini album is actually really good. I liked every single song. <laughs> um, Idol have impressed me this year because from the album they released in March, I also liked every single song. Um, mm. So yeah, I... Again, I would say this is a really cohesive, well-put-together album. And um, my favorite B-sides that I wanted to point out are Love and Reset. Mm. They're both super nice, but quite different. Because Love is more like a bit a bit more badass, while Reset is really beautiful. <laughs> um, and I think with their album, while, while it's cohesive, it also shows how versatile they are. Mm. And shows off their talent. If if you ignore like yeah, Newt was that part, <laughs> but the mm. rest of the album, I really enjoy listening to the whole thing, and I think it's yeah, very nice. It's funny because I don't really agree. <laughs> to me, the only thing that really ties the songs together is how generic and boring <laughs> they all are. <laughs> Like, this whole album does nothing for me. Okay. Well, next up, we have another one I'm really happy about. Mm. <laughs> next, we have Birthday by Ten. Yeah. I don't dislike it. It's nice. It's sultry. Mm. And it's definitely going in the like, NCT Hoentham yes. uh, box. Um, but I, I don't think it's that memorable for me so I'm probably not gonna play it outside of that specific NCT Ho Anthem playlist I would actually say it almost goes in the Temin Ho Anthem mm. yeah What mm. corner yeah, there's a, a definite SM sound yes here. I, I am so happy about this comeback um, Ten is so talented and his talent is currently being wasted by SM um, mm. like Wavy's last comeback was in March 21 mm. his last solo release was in August 21 Super M are currently inactive the last time he had anything to do really was um with NCTU in December 21, but that was also mm. almost a year ago. So he's so talented and I, I wish he was able to release more music. Mm. Um, and I mean, he's an incredible dancer and I love his voice as well, especially his falsetto is beautiful. Mm. And birthday really hit me. I, I was not expecting that. <laughs> um, it's so sexy and sensual. Um, the music video is gorgeous. The dance is incredible. He looks gorgeous. 
It's mm. almost, like I said, almost on the level of a Temin solo. Because, um, you know, Temin also has a lot of Ho songs. <laughs> mm. um, and yeah, it's just so good. I'm so happy for him. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I really hope he can release a whole mini album soon. Yeah. yeah. And because like all of Wave, he deserve a lot better, to be honest. I hate what is currently yeah. happening with them. Next up is Con and B's new album, Lethality. Um, again, I think this is one where you don't have much to say. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say that Underwater, the title song, is my favorite title song of hers so far. Mm. Mm. Um, it's good. It's really good, yeah. but I don't have yeah. many particular things to say. And mm. then the other two songs, uh, even less. So, <laughs> yeah. So you don't dislike it, you're just... Oh, I mean, when we get to one of the other songs, I have negative ah, things okay, to okay, say. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, well. Because um, I like the album. I think it's a really cool album in general. Um, again, well-crafted and cohesive, all of that. Um, Underwater, I think, for me, is kind of the proof that she's really found her niche or her vibe. Uh, I think she's really great on more EDM songs. Whatever kind of EDM it is, because she's had different uh, styles of EDM, like sub-genres, I guess. And that always works better for her, the the past few comebacks she's had, than the songs that she started with weren't really great. She's really great on this one, vocally amazing, I love it. Um, and it's just a really cool song. Really fun and en- engaging and exciting. Uh, it's got great pace mm. and uh, enough gravitas i guess amongst the fun too so it's a really good mix of great things it's kind of tropical and i actually really like it so i'm very confused um (laughs) it's not the only song on the album that's kind of tropical and i like it so i'm very surprised but i like the like 2022 version of tropical better than the one from a few years ago (laughs) um like this is kind of and the music video especially is kind of giving dark Little Mermaid vibes. And I am here for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, underwater, I, I like a lot. It's a really mm. good song. But yeah, I, that's, that's all it. I have to say. <laughs> yes. um, Cookie is the one that I feel like you might not like as much. I despise it. Okay, yeah. It, <laughs> it has the sound. It combines everything I hate. Yeah. It is that cheap club sound I hate and dissonant xylophones which I also hate mm. um, so it's like someone had the task to write a song <laughs> specifically to torture me yeah. and they did <laughs> yeah um, I, I, I get I see that for you sadly <laughs> I really enjoy it uh, I think this is kind of the more fun less serious version of underwater um it's really light and kind of dreamy and kind of playful and sweet. And yeah, that tropical vibe is here too, and I like it. That's okay. <laughs> uh, and then High, I think, is again very coherent with the rest of the songs, but it also sounds a little bit different because it, it starts really sweet and light again. 
But then you get a little bit more meat in the chorus and it picks up a little oh. bit. And I really love that anthem-y rock vibe uh, in, the, in the chorus. And oh. the ascending melody and backings, it's just really fun and kind of addicting. Mm. Hi is okay. I actually added it to my playlist, so I would listen, I will listen to it again. Mm. But again, I have even less to say about this one. <laughs> yeah. Next up, we have Roy Kim's new album, Comma End. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, I, I guess you don't have a lot or anything to say about it. <laughs> no, because this is a, a ballad album. Yes. And I, I think I've been vocal enough about how I feel <laughs> about ballads. Yes. So I wanted to talk about this album because, well, yeah, he's mostly a ballad singer and it's been a while since he released a full album or even a mini album. Mm. Um, the last few years, he mostly just released singles or, yeah, singles for like a soundtrack of a K-drama. So... um I think 2017 was the last time he released a mini album and from 2020 to 21 he was also in the military so it's been a while <laughs> so yeah. I was really curious when I saw he released a full album and it turns out it is really really good um, I like almost every single song on the album which I did not expect at all because often when we check out ballad singers these days the ballads are really boring <laughs> like I love ballads, but I also really hate when ballads are boring. Mm. And these ballads aren't boring at all. Like, it has such gorgeous, soaring songs on it. I added my two favorites to the playlist, but if you're someone who's into, like, classic Korean ballads, make sure to check out the whole album. Um, yeah, I added Take Me Back in Time, and I should have. Um, not just because they're my favorites of the album, but also because they're quite different. Mm. Take Me Back in Time is like the classic emotional Korean ballad. It was a great climax. Um, seriously, it's so amazing and gripping. But then I should have is, on the other hand, it's just his voice, a guitar and a cello. I love cellos. Mm. <laughs> and it's so beautiful. It's not boring at all. Again, it's it really struck a heartstring for me and it really calms me down in a very positive way. Like it, it's very slow and like a cello can be very somber and like sad but it's not sad mm. um it doesn't bring you down it brings you like a peaceful calmness almost like this is what i imagine peacefully dying would be like it's like peacefully falling asleep i don't know it's I love it. Um, it's gorgeous. 10 out of 10. Okay. So yeah, I, I'm really impressed with this album because, uh, a lot, yeah, a lot of times with like ballad singers, it's more of a miss than a hit for me because a lot of ballads are boring. Um, but these are like really beautiful and intricate and it's a really good album. So if mm -hmm. you're into ballads and if you're into Korean ballads, which can be quite different than like English power ballads, uh, Go check it out. The whole album is great. Mm. I will say I like I Should Have mm. better. 
because uh, Take Me Back in Time is like, exactly the kind of ballads, like Korean ballads that I yeah, because it's like a classic Korean love. ballad. Yeah, you have yeah. to like that that kind. If yeah, don't. and to me, it's usually way too over the top and melodramatic. Mm. But I wish I could enjoy this album. I just don't. It's mm. just not true. Well, I me. did not expect you to. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you would not like that, but I love it. Ooh, that brings us to the end of the discussion. Yes. Okay, so here we go with the three-word section. And the first song is Get Out by Pink Fantasy. I have Halloween Playlist Edition. Mm-hmm. And I have <laughs> Creepy Crunchy Fun. Mm. Then we have When I Get Old by Christopher and Chunga. Fun to sing. And I have Doesn't Get Old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, then we have Danny by Lee Cheon. I have Cute but Generic. <gasps> I have Sleek 80s Perfection. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Next we have Boys Like You by Itzy. Um, discount to Swift Love Story. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I swear. Never. Okay. I, okay. I have keeps getting better. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, then we have Dance On by Alice. I have Twice Like Fun. Mm, I have Talented, Brilliant, Incredible. Oh, okay. <laughs> Next we have Joyride by Kang Daniel. Uh, very accurate title. Oh, I have not his best. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, Naza Babara by Rolling Quartz. Me liking Rolling Quartz? And I have Wish I Liked. <laughs> <laughs> Next we have Still Here by One We. A quintessential One We ballad. Mm. I have Slow Motion Soaring. Mm. And finally, we have Ilela by Mamamoo. I have If I'm Drunk. And I have Why Oh Why. Okay, so what are your five favorites of the month? My highlights are Last Man Standing by The Boys and Raiden. Mm-hmm, expected. <laughs> Cure by The Rose. Birthday by Ten. Shooting Star by Anne Fly. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> and Hello by Treasure. Mm. Um, mine are Panorama by Lee chan uh, Hello by Treasure. Vision by Dreamcatcher. Uh, Stray Kids' Case 143 and Anti-Fragile by The Seraphim. Oh, we only yeah. share one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've had a little look at the songs that will be coming out next month. Same. <laughs> um, personally, well, I'm really excited about 80s, because even yes. though it's a Japanese comeback, it will be my first comeback 
as a fan, so I'm yeah. really excited. Uh, and Kara are having their 15th anniversary album, so yes. that's cool. I know, it's going to be exciting. I mean, yeah. I hope it will be better than EXID's 10th anniversary. <laughs> I know, <laughs> yeah, but for yeah. sure. I have more really? faith in Kara. Me too. I'm also somewhat excited. Well, I'm excited because I like them about Highlights Compact. Yeah, same. But I don't have much hope because yeah. Yeah, their last few weren't really my thing. Yeah, yeah no, they have. They had a few songs that I liked, but I wouldn't mm. say I'm confident that it will be great. But yes. yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to see where they're going to go. Yeah. Um, also excited to see where Extinary Heroes are going to go because uh. they have potential, <laughs> but they haven't quite realized it yet. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do, basically. Mm, I'm, I'm not excited about that at all. Mm. <laughs> not even curious. <laughs> You're just going to ignore. Yeah. Um, I'm also curious, but not hopeful about Victon's comeback. Oh, mm. but you said Red Velvet are coming back too, right? Yeah, they announced a few days ago. I think they're coming back at the end of the month. So I'm really excited. Um, and other than that, there's a few other like big-ish names, um, but not as many as were announced for. September and October. I yeah, feel like. it's yeah. more like smaller groups. Yeah, like like mid tier groups. Yes, in terms of yeah. popularity, not yes, necessarily yes, exactly. uh, quality. Um, so yeah, I, I I have hope for this month. I'll I'll say <laughs> it, even though it's dangerous. <laughs> I have more hope for this month than I did for October. Really? Because I yeah. had no, I had a lot of hope for October. I'm not having much hope for November. <laughs> but I, well, okay, no, I don't know. I do. I yes, I'm choosing to believe that after <laughs> the eh of October, like okay, but nothing crazy, then we'll have a really like truly amazing month. This is a lot of pressure. <laughs> I mean, that would be amazing because we ha we've had two months now that weren't exactly great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm <laughs> keeping my fingers crossed. Yes. Once again, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed and we hope you'll be back for our next episode, which is what? <laughs> the lore, the drunk lore episode, which is really exciting. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I can't wait for this one. <laughs> As always, don't forget to rate the podcast if you liked it and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Cape Opinions Podcast. Talk to you very soon. In the meantime, take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.